It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kids are back in school and they're bringing out homework. Hey, take a hint. Why aren't you doing your homework? For years, you have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent and he represents only one insurance company. You deserve more than that. You deserve options. Your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly do change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not just one. Don't tell your kids about this, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how to find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only for today, but for each and every year. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. Get those options. Always fun. Crazy. <laughs> it's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. How about them Vikings, Patrick Roycey? How about Roycey? them Vikings? Uh, I want to have a technology. Now, we got all this technology that we can insert into telecasts, right? And uh, oh, yeah. all the sideline stuff. Yep. I want a brainwave that we can put on the quarterbacks. Because I want to know what Aaron Rodgers' actual thought was when they threw a touchdown pass on the first play of the game and the number second-round draft choice from North Dakota State who is supposed to make him feel better about not having Devontae Adams dropped it. That was the ball game. That was the ball game. My guess is it was that stupid you-know-what was his thought because, yeah, Oh, not he, even that. He quit throwing. He said, "I'm not throwing to him he, again." As he quit long throwing deep. He didn't throw it to anybody deep after no. that. It's hilarious. Well, he he didn't throw another pass to the kid until like the fourth yep. uh, uh, one of those little six yard routes in the in the fourth quarter. Christian Watson, yep. yeah. I think he only had one for maybe six yards or something. Right? He had four targets oh, and uh, caught two of them for thirty four yards. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. He got one late that kind of padded the statistics down and down at the end. But it was hard for the Vikings to only score twenty three points the way they kicked their ass. But then in the fourth quarter they put it in the they weren't trying to score, so that helped. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was a beating. Some of us weren't surprised. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, once I saw that they're uh, officially, uh, the officially, that the two tackles in the, uh, and the receiver. Uh, receiver were out, yep. Lazard, who's supposed to have an idea which direction to run anyway, uh, were out. I, I 
this was not this was not uh, you know agitating. Uh, I I put out Vikings thirty, Packers thirteen. Yep, and I was I, I had great hopes to nose it because I was on twenty three. If we got that late touchdown somehow. That would have looked pretty good, right? And then you give up another touchdown. That would have been fun. So, yeah, I was not surprised at all. They, defense looked really good, I thought, though. But then again, the other team's offensive line's got, you know, they're missing their two best players. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, but Buck, they, they have to find, they have to, it's like waiting for Buxton. Waiting for Bakhtari. Oh, like God, yeah. Waiting for Buxton. It's just, you waiting cannot make Buxton. plans. Sounds like a movie. You cannot make plans based on either of those men, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Bakhtari, well, Bakhtari because if you miss one, if you miss five football games, that's half the season. So it's it's easier to have a higher percentage. But they're the same guy. They can't be relied on. Except one guy's... 330 pounds and getting the crap beat out of him. Yep. And the other guy just just is doesn't play. So there's nothing. Bakhtiari's probably just done though, right? Like yes. if, if, if it feels like he's not going to come back. And they got, isn't he making an ungodly amount yeah. of money? A couple of years ago, they paid him big. But it just feels like we're at the point of he said five stops and stops. Well, this is only, this is over a year removed from surgery. That's what's amazing about this. Yes. You should be playing, right? Yep. And he practiced last week, and then mm-hmm. he got held out. It's like the same process every week with him now. Yeah. It, it's almost like uh, LaFleur said, yeah, we're probably going to get beat anyway. I'm not playing anybody that's hurt. Yeah. I think that they, uh, you know, the, one, the only thing we got to remember about the Packers is last year, their <laughs> opener, uh, obits were written, right? It was worse than this. And, Rogers uh, ripped them. Yeah, Rogers ripped them. But didn't, when did he say relax? Oh, that's about five years ago now. And four, that was four a, or five that years was back. an opener, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that a clunker? And it an might opener? have been a bad start. I thought it was an opener, but it was early. It was a, that was an opener. I thought, but last year was the what they played in Jacksonville and got killed by the Saints, Orleans. right? Yeah, they played the Saints in Jacksonville. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. yes. And Saints murdered them. Yes, so. you are correct. But this team is not going 13-3. and three. They're, uh, They think they got this spectacular defense, and then Jefferson catches all the passes he wants to. So, And they weren't missing defenders. They That was their A-team defense. Yes. And, and they couldn't stop Jefferson at all. He this, was incredible. This Viking uh, defense is an interesting defense. Thing that they were, they kept showing on TV. This they they basically are giving everybody the middle of the field, right? Mm-hmm. You want the eight yarder, you can if you can protect. Mm-hmm. You got to protect, right? You get the eight yarder. Yep. But uh, it's uh, is it? It's not. Uh, it's not Tampa two, but it's it's kind of an umbrella type of thing that uh, that I don't quite understand. Not being an inside football guy, but. Uh, it was funny when they started, especially when they got ahead, they started showing the the area that Rodgers could not complete passes to. A, he didn't have time, and B, these dummies might not have been running where he wanted them to, right? Right, yeah. But they have three young ones, three rookies? Uh, Yeah, I think that's three right. Three guys that hadn't played? I think that's right, yeah. Well, uh, and again, to to your point, when you start the game by three, I mean that was his first pass in scrimmage. They had Rogers. they had that play designed 
for two weeks. And he right? walks into the end zone. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, Patrick oh, Peterson's long beat. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Nobody's there. It's a touchdown. He's going to go down that sideline <laughs> for the easiest touchdown. It's going to tie the score. Yes. And it goes through his hands. Yes. Not a good day for former North Dakota State Bison. You're right. Because Trey Lance was terrible. Did you watch any I of watched that quite a bit of it. I watched more of it than I did. Uh, but uh, he came out and said, kind of gave us a litany of the ones he missed. That's as close to the Mud Bowl, the, the Vikings-Rams mm-hmm. Mud Bowl, as you'll see in 2022. Yeah, the, I mean, I think the pack, the Bears... Late in the third quarter, had 63 yards or something. Yeah. And they end up winning the game. And they basically turned Fields into a tailback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just quit trying to pass. They just let him run. But Lance, uh, yeah, I mean, they were trying to give him the excuse of the wet football. But you could just see from, he just does not have the delivery. He's got the hitch. He I'm telling you. Hitch. He's he got the hitch. hitch. And his that. motion's too long. Yep. He's got to tighten that up. They're going to have, and that's, wasn't that how Aaron Rodgers was when he first got there? And they took him three years to get him to throw it yes. off his ear? Yes, the Tedford um, technique. Yeah, well, Garoppolo they will be, they can tell you all they want to about how much faith they have in him. They're going to watch this for about, they're 0-3, the kids, he's sitting I saw him make a nice throw. It was a completion, and it was pretty significant that Lance had. But, you know, you see the ball come down. It comes down around his hip. He brings mm-hmm. it down, and then, like, yeah. it's a very weird motion. You would think, well, they got to get him to boom. they yeah. got to get him to. So, yeah, he's he's not ready to play. And, you know, if it had been any time before 2000, I mean, Culpepper, did play till his second year. I mean, this is the kid's second year, but he, you know, he didn't play at all. But, uh, I mean, if this would have been historic NFL for f- the forty first forty years, the Vikings here, nobody, nobody'd be even thinking about anything because he, they, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah. They, they, when, when did Kramer start to play? As opposed to when year? he was drafted, third year. Okay. Yeah, but he was also late. You know, he was 20th, was he? He okay. wasn't a real high draft choice, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they just didn't play. Fran, he got drafted in 77, and Fran retired in 78. But uh, Tarkin got hurt in 77. But, yeah, and Cincinnati broke his leg. But who played then? I, I think Bob Lee. I think Bob, Bob Lee. Lee started, but then yeah. that, that's also the 49ers. The great comeback by Kramer when yes, they, they were yes. getting drilled at Met Stadium and mm-hmm. Bob Lee was not good. Was it the first year or the second year that he was playing and he got he got the twitches? Oh, God, I think that was, was the second or third year. It was a no, Ram- he wasn't a regular then. He was a backup, I think. It was the Ra- it was a Rams game, and I think it was, yeah, think was it maybe, Jack Youngblood. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was 79. Maybe it what, was. Was it Jack Youngblood that hit him? And he went into convulsions? Yeah, I went into convulsions. Max McGee, greatest quote ever. I've quoted it a million times. He's doing the Packers radio broadcast, and this video is being shown, and he says, oh, I hope he's not serious. He's my best customer. <laughs> it was October <laughs> 7, 78. He October 78. He yeah. suffered, quote, a relatively severe concussion with convulsion, <laughs> with a convulsion. Yeah. As if that's just. Oh, it was spooky. Yeah. It was like. I remember it. It was like Jerry Kill on a sideline against New Mexico's state. 
the opening game here when we all he's dead. Yep. You know, nobody we never knew nobody knew he was epileptic and that these were Yep. I thought he had a heart attack with Gil. Uh, yeah, I thought he was dead. You know. Because they were running, because people were in complete panic, and I, it took Clay's and Lime Grover and some of the guys who'd been with him to say, "He's been through this before." Right. Yeah, but it is a bit frightening. Jer lost the uh, rivalry game with UTEP. Defense played good, but UTEP beat him, so that's a that's a bad loss for them. That's a, their big rivalries games are New Mexico and UTEP. So, so he's zero and three now. He's zero and three. Yeah. It ain't going to get better probably. Although they do get to go to play UMass. And UMass is another one of those teams without a conference. And, okay. And I saw they they played twice and got beat a hundred nothing. So mm. you know. So can you think back to a time that you have been more confident about the Gopher football team, and it has nothing to do with the Gopher football team? <laughs> I think they're pretty good, but it doesn't. Did you watch but, Iowa, Pat? Oh, they're terrible. Well, then they got to the one and fumbled. And then let Iowa State drive 99 yards to win the game. No. Yeah. But it's, and for Ference's kid is just sitting there, we're going to, but Wisconsin, I didn't watch a lot of it, but they couldn't run the ball against Washington State. Washington State had nine people on the line of scrimmage. They attacked every running lane. And this Graham Mertz couldn't make him pay for it. You know, the thing about them when they've been good. Yeah. They've been run, run heavy, but they've always had a stud receiver, right? Yes. Some guy. They got some receivers in the NFL. Yep. And they don't. He's no good, and he doesn't have anybody to throw to. They're, I thought this Mertz I kid was it, supposed to be good at one time. Oh, he was five star. It was a big deal when they got him. He was five star kid from California, which proves that five stars might not be all their. Uh, yeah, true. You know, the one team that the probably the next best team in the West is Purdue. Because they got an explosive offense. They got beat by Indiana. Uh, no, they didn't get beat by Indiana. They got beat by Penn State. Right. And, uh, you know, which is going to happen to you. But uh, they they might be pretty good, but nobody else is. Nebraska, though. Hats off to Scott Frost. Okay. He's a, he's a knucklehead, obviously. But if they beat Georgia Southern, he gets fired on October 2nd, right? Yep. Uh, and he only gets $7.5 million buyout. Yep. But if he can figure out a way to lose at home to Georgia Southern, he's going to get the whole 15, and he knows it. I think he went in there and said, boys, you're playing too good this first half. Win one for me, and then I'll be gone, and I won't be here to bother you anymore. And they were Go delighted? On. Yeah. <laughs> they said good. I think he gave him the challenge to lose so he could get an extra 7.5. It's funny how... You know, God, how can we get him here from Central Florida? Oh, God, yeah. They won the national championship in their own mind, uh, yep. 13-0. and 0, And he's kind of a scatterbrain. Well, he turned out to be a terrible coach with yeah. him, which is really weird yeah. because it seemed like in Central well, Florida they, did a great job. Well, this season started with the onside. You've read about the onside kick, right? Yeah. In Ireland. I, I watched that game. Lowly Northwestern, yeah. which, by the way, just lost to Duke yep. at home. Uh, maybe it was a Duke. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, they they got the game won. They got a, they're 11 points ahead. They got it completely under control. Any onside kicks? Uh oh, here we go again. Somebody's people are driving me nuts. Yeah, they got to stop calling you. Um, the thing about Nebraska 
is this, though. And I, I think we talked about this last year. They ain't ever coming back to what they think they are. No, no, no. I think there's still this perception they can get the right coach and they can be national title contenders. Here's my question, and I might have to write this challenge to them November 5th. Can we put up 84? Can we get complete oh, can we revenge? revenge? Can we get complete Bring revenge? Smokey Joe back for that can game. We get, get, and that was a, it's a road game. It's at Lincoln. Okay. You know, that's where you, if you're going to beat them 84 to 13, you got to do it in Lincoln. Like they embarrassed our, uh, although they did it with 25,000 Nebraska fans in the stands, but uh, up here, but uh, I don't know. They, they, you know, Albert's had some really good quotes yeah. yesterday about we have to forget about the past. We have to yes. stop talking about the past. We have to start. You know, we have to start doing the foundational things. Yep. You need to be a decent program. In other words, year zero. Yeah. <laughs> he asked, he declared year zero, mid season zero. And he's, exa- and he's exactly right, though. Yeah. They They're got all hung up on how great yeah, they used to be. Used it to doesn't be, matter. Yeah. Yeah. And they think it's all coaching. Yeah. It's not coaching. You used to get farm kids from. Nebraska, fill them full of steroids before it was fashionable, create this fantastic offensive line, yep. and then pay whatever it took to get the guys from New Jersey who came, who you mm-hmm. outbid other teams. Wisconsin, no, notably Wisconsin yeah. with Ron Dane. Yeah, you outbid them for the New Jersey. You were the first, you were the highest bidder for the New Jersey guys. Now there's a lot of bidders for the New Jersey guys. Yep. You don't have that much money. And the other thing, just like here, those farms out in western Nebraska, those farm parents are having two kids instead of 12. Yep. They don't have endless supply of... Well, they got computers now to do their stuff. Yeah. Yes. They got machines that yeah, are drones. They, they, they got don't. drones that can do what the kids yes. do. Yes. So they don't have... So the big farm boys, yep. one out of every 500 might be a foot, might be a foot, big football player. There used to be hundreds of them. Now there's dozens. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not there anymore. And you're not going to get with with the, the the way that things are structured and the direction that things are going. You, if you cheat, I don't think it matters because everybody else is cheating. Exactly, and they can and they can basically now cheat legally. Yes, yes, you can. So, like, am I going to go to Lincoln, Nebraska? One thing Coyle told us was. The contribution the Gophers have to make to the NIL when he talked to the for the players. I didn't think the school could, could contribute. It sounded like the school is somehow contributing to these NILs. But I saw that. Yeah, I, maybe it's the paperwork that they contribute. I don't understand. But uh, but I mean, pay pay for play flat out is just coming. Yes, that's uh, yeah, Craig Thompson told me that. I'm sure he got in trouble for he didn't tell me not to. Use it. Oh, so it's good. Yeah. It, but, but he's right. Yeah, it is. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be the NIL that the player and his representative, you know, this is going to be, it's going to be a lot like baseball. Remember the, the college players going to lose their eligibility yep. if they have an agent. Yep. 
So they have the representative. Family representative. <laughs> yes, they have the family Uncle Scott re- Boris. <laughs> yes, right. Scott, Scott's got a lot of kids. Parents have known him forever. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Scott yeah. used to bounce me off his knee. Yes, yes. Uh, so they're going to have to create the same phony system probably, but some kind of a representative. But it's uh, – and people think – well, they can't do that just for football. Yes, they can. They can make it a business. They can make it an arm of the. They're already moving to do that. Yeah, they can make That's it. That's what an, people don't get. They can make it an arm of the school. Yes. And yeah. it's yes. And by the way, You're right. big time football, Division One football is not run by the NCAA. They have rules, but it's, you know, basketball still is run by the NCAA. Division One football, the college Football, playoff, power five conferences run that, basically, which are going to be the power four conferences here. Right. They run it with Notre Dame. There's, what, 65 of them counting Notre Dame, which, by the way, might have to uh, go to the Mountain West or something. My, uh, that, I I tell you, it was an unbelievable day in college football that we kind of forgot because of the Vikings here, but A&M loses at home to Appy State. Yeah, how about that? Notre Dame loses to Marshall and gets drilled. And people were complaining about Marshall being on the schedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who? What was the other one? There was oh Wisconsin. Uh, no, not Wisconsin. Uh, who lost it? There were three. Did did Wisconsin give Washington State like one point three million to show up or something like that? There was a whole list of the millions of dollars that these teams got. These the millions of dollars these teams got to pay these to get get beat. Marshall got like one point two million from Notre Dame to win, and uh, but you know this is what happens. When you let your players select your coach, right? Yeah. You know, I loved Goody. He was fine. He wasn't terrible. Yep. But Bobby Ross was going to get the job. Mm-hmm. They had Bobby Ross lined up for the job. And Charlie Hallman and Sid, the char- the original Charlie Hallman, St. Paul, basically stirred up the players to get Goody the job. And then they, and Bobby Ross, two, three years later, won a share of a national title at Georgia Tech. Uh, Florida, which was ranked 12th, lost to number 20, Kentucky. No, Um, that ain't the one. uh, Pittsburgh, number 17, lost to number 24, Tennessee. That's probably not the one. Wisconsin, yes. Wisconsin was was ranked 19th. But but the money is what I'm saying. The teams that lost to... It's probably uh, Wisconsin then. You're probably right. uh, A&M lost to Appy State. Yep. By the way, game day... Is so excited about Appy State, they're going to Boone, North Carolina this week. Oh, really? Yeah, for Appy State. They are game. desperate to find places now. Yeah. To find new locations for yeah, that I guess show. So. Well, yeah, to keep the enthusiasm going. Yeah. We'll probably have them here for somebody, right? At the, rate the, at the rate the Gophers are going in the Big Ten West. The funny thing, though, is the Gophers do look good, but I have no clue. Who knows? They have played two but, and by the way, inferior you, programs. You won't know anything after Saturday either. Uh, Colorado has been outscored 79 to 23 by TCU and Air Force. The return of the former OC, right? The uh, Gophers OC that got fired when they brought Soraka back. What was it? Uh, um, Sanford, 
I think he's a oh, Colorado he's the now. Al, Al, Al I think they just talk, yeah, yeah. And boy, was he bad. Yeah, he was terrible. He looks uh, he looks worse than ever. But uh, they got to stop. It drives me crazy, Mike Sanford. Yes. You got no, but you, what drives me crazy is you got four teams in the Dakotas that mm-hmm. are better than Western Illinois. You're going to beat them anyway. If you can't beat them, you're terrible, mm-hmm. right? South Dakota, South Dakota State, North North Dakota, North Dakota State. Why are you playing Western Illinois when you can pay these guys, you know, three hundred thousand to come down here and 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 maybe get another three thousand, four thousand people? If you play North Dakota State, you fill it. But uh, you know, it's the same thing with it's the same thing with Gopher basketball not playing St. Thomas. Yes. If you can't beat St. Thomas, you aren't going to fool us. You aren't going to fool us into hey, let's go to the, let's go fill the arena. If you're if you can't beat St. Thomas, you stink. Mm-hmm. St. Thomas is going to be maybe competitive in the league it's in, but if you're a Big Ten team and you can't beat St. Thomas and you're going to play it on your floor, then then you're still going to be playing against. Uh, Rutgers with seventy two hundred people in the stands. If you're lucky, so right. yeah. Anyway, uh, I just I can't wait till till the football programs when the conferences are so filled that we don't have these games at all. Yes, yeah. It will be interesting. No, they're not going one to like. One. They're not. I don't think they're going to ten conference games because they all like to. They, they like to schedule those wins, but, but the, we don't know what's going to happen to the bowl system either. And, but I sent you the picture of of Huntington Bank Stadium yes. on Saturday. What time again? What was that? That was the middle of the game. Middle of the game. Yeah, and I mean, there's nobody there. Was it? That was in the first half, though, right? Yeah. One of the, the uh, one quarter. of the homers got upset and said he'd never seen as many students as. And the, it was all full in the top two decks, the students. That's section. not even close to being true. The, yeah, cause you the back half of the student section was empty. That's what you uh, you showed in the me upper deck photo. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they don't give the tickets away, yes. for that game, they ain't filling that. No, no. But uh, but if you looked across the way, what would we announce? You know, I didn't even look. I didn't either. I, I didn't look. It doesn't. I didn't different. look, and I don't care because I'm sure it was not. Well, it was probably tickets sold. But I mean that that speaks to the fact that a lot of people probably just can't give their tickets away. I thought we were, I a thought, day. I thought for five point seven million we were going to get a fancy new scoreboard, but it sounds like they're just it'll be better. But it sounds like they just want it to be brighter. Yeah, this I one is washed it, out, Pat. But I don't think it's going to be bigger, right? It's going to stay where it is. No, I don't think it's going to be like the twins. No, the twins one's supposed to be like. How, how when much? Do they, when did that one get built? It's going to be put in during the winter, and then it's going to be. I, I think it's supposed to be set to go by opening day. I got too much crap on the scoreboard now. It'll be interesting to see what they're putting up there then. But it's it's basically for advertising, right? I don't know. I guess, but mm-hmm. if they put that, but I mean that the thing they got now is huge. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it uh, well, they got the huge building. That they're building behind. The part, yeah, the and then if the scoreboard gets bigger, the wind is not going to know what That's the hell what I was to say. do You're in alter there. the wind patterns. Wow. Uh, and then we can talk about that. Nick Gordon running around left field might not be good if uh, that. Anyway, if, if we, we got we got any other football topics or should no, we? No, I want to hear you talk about the twins. 
You can't play with that. You can't play with this team that's playing. This team is, it's a joke. You got, now that Kepler, who's not a big loss, but fouled the ball off him. He pulled the ball so fast, far, he he pulled it into his shin or some damn thing. So he had to leave. He's probably going on the DL. Uh, I mean, they're just, they're no good. Right now, this is a, right now, they're, they're as good as Kansas City and Detroit. They're in the same class as Kansas City and Detroit with that lineup. They got, in fact, you look at the lineup tonight with Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City might be better. Bobby Witt and some of these guys. Yeah, I'd rather have some of their your guys. Your top three hitters are your Arise, Correa, and, and uh, Miranda. They're your only chance, right? Yes, but here's the so here's the thing though is I don't want to give them the complete injury out either because there's other things well, that drive me crazy. I don't think they would have wanted it anyway, but you cannot. I I finally wrote. I looked at that lineup Friday and said, God Almighty, you can't play this way. But there's a lot of other things they've done. But right, the lineup stinks. Yeah. yeah, but who would so so Buxton would help? But Buxton's actually for Buxton played quite a bit. I've been yeah, saying for three, yeah, but he hasn't played for thirty games. As they've collapsed, he hasn't played yeah. for three weeks. But I, this is they were hanging sort of. They've collapsed without him and Polanco. It kills them not having him because you know switch hitter who can hit anywhere in a line, any one through four. Yep. That kills him, too. I mean, he isn't having a great year. Buxton, despite the home runs, is not having a great year. But when you consider what's replacing them, right? you know, it's... Uh, but the problem is, Kepler has collapsed... As a player. As a player. That's a huge yes. problem. Yes, um, yeah. You know, M- Miranda, in my opinion, is actually an upgrade on Sano. Oh, God, and, yes. But I don't look at Sano being out as this huge detriment. No, I didn't. I would not... I. When I was writing about this, I didn't mention him. Yep. He's he's gone. That's, yeah, he's, exactly. I mean, he was unusable. They, they got a break that they had to give him knee surgery because that basically made Miranda. Jeffers fall, is not Miranda Johnny Bench. Ball. Like that's the no, thing. It's like, but he's a, better than he. he <laughs> Gary he's Sanchez. a two hundred hitter, but he's a guy who can catch a hundred and ten games, you know, and and once in a while hit a home run if somebody really throws a bad pitch. But he's a you know he's a loss. You should be better there, but he's a loss. Sanchez. Well, I thought for sure that okay, uh, Sanchez is gonna now that Sandy Leone's here. But he was he hurt or just yeah he no hurt his, good? I, no, I think he hurt, he hurt his knee and didn't play much on that trip that they just got back from. I know that Gary's uh, catching kind of goes downhill as the season progresses. Yes. I, I I think he's a. Uh, I think he's an intense fella. I think he tries. He's just not very good. You know, yes. some some people just, it's a demanding position and some people aren't very good at it. Mm-hmm. So. No, I think he works hard. I just don't think he's, mm-hmm. as far as a receiver goes, he's lousy. Yeah. And, uh, he'll, you know, he's not exactly a clutch hitter either. What's he hitting, 220 or something? But you yeah. brought up a good, good point. I think it was last week. Lopez, for instance, okay? So your point about that. What happened? Which yes, and and what did they? What are they asking him to do or not do? That's what I don't understand. I talked about this to uh, with about Rocco, you know, after they with Rocco after they left there, and he didn't, you know, I I can't really go into it hard, but he's not a 
he's a warrior. He's a he's not Lopez's. Yeah, he's he's, he's and 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 Rocco didn't make this comparison, but he's a fretter. He's kind of like the the perception I got is he's like Barrios. When things were going bad, you know, Barrios, a lot of a really good pitchers have a bad game and they're good the next time. Right. But Barrios, now, he hasn't been as good this year, but always had the six start collapse in August, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he was such a, he had so much crap going on. He in always his head, did. And he's a, yes. he's not a, as good as he is. He is not a confident guy. And I, maybe this guy's got the same problem. I don't know. He won't, he won't throw strikes. He's the, all the, the day they got him, I said, Rocco, I love this guy. He's a 97 mile an hour sinker. It's great. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, Rocco couldn't have been more excited and they haven't seen that guy at all. Now it's. But is that because of the pressure here? I mean, no, I don't know. Baltimore's not a bad team. I think they're better than Twins right now. Okay, maybe he he's finally gotten comfortable in Baltimore, right? He'd gotten comfortable. He's a reliever. He was a starter with good stuff who couldn't get through five innings, right? Mm -hmm. And he got comfortable. And okay, I'm in Baltimore, and we got a good team, and they're relying on me. And now, boom, and that makes him probably wonder why they get rid of me. Why, why would they, you know, maybe he's that kind of guy. I don't know. Some people are high strung. No, and, you're right. And being a being you're an right. eighth or ninth inning reliever is not when you want high strung, right? Yeah. Mitch Williams. <laughs> you know, he's not crazy like Mitch Williams, but he's a major disappointment. And when you think now, we were all happy that they went for it at the deadline. Fulmer's been the <laughs> Fulmer's all you got. You got him for nothing. But uh, you know, it's a long term disaster. The, yeah, potentially. Because if, if Lopez is not gonna be good next year, you know, if this is gonna be him, then it's a disaster and Mally, uh, who knows. Yeah, that one gets I me. still think it's thoracic. I think still think we're going to well, read thoracic outlets next year. No, I'm just, I mean, I have no idea. But losing velocity. Go ahead and speculate. Yep. Losing velocity for no reason. Yep. Seems to be, let's really look for some little twitch here before we look and find something serious, right? Because yep. it would be. Uh, but, I mean, he came back that game and it immediately dropped again. One inning. Yeah. One inning. He threw 94, five, three or four. I just don't understand how you keep acquiring guys who are hurt. I don't either. Paddock certainly was. We all knew about Paddock. And I guess if I'd paid more attention, I would have known that he's got shut down in Cincinnati a month earlier. Now, yeah, know? I didn't. Well, but, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily our job to vet the medicals. That's their <laughs> no, job. No, no, it is. I don't fault us. It is. But, uh, you know, obviously they didn't want to pay the price for Rodon. So they they ended up paying for it. Yeah. I think next year people are trying to come. Okay, you got, you know, Maeda might be back. Wind, there's nothing to make you believe that Winder is going to be a 32 start guy because he's broken down each he's you know disappeared each year uh i think that 
I, I don't, you know, Kirloff, is he going to play again? Larnick. I think this is a, uh, this is a, this is what you're going to get. I think this is going to be a bad team next year, and they're going to. So you do you think they're they're going to replace <coughs> Detroit or Kansas City? No, I think that? I think Kansas City will be. I think they'll be battling. I think they'll be a seventy low seventies winning team next year. I be other people. Say, oh, they're going to have these pitchers yeah. back, and you know, hurt pitchers have a tendency to be hurt. Well, and Paddock is is now. <laughs> Through two Tommy Johns, which does not have a great track record of being successful. Then. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the one that that'll give me a headache for the rest of my and life. And how about the fact that you paid you paid Taylor Rogers salary million. for Pagan and Paddock? You gave him six and a half. Yeah. And if I ever hear team control again, I am <laughs> going to be incarcerated. Yes. Team control means you get to pay him yep. during rehab. Yep. That's great. Wow, what a bargain. Team control means they, they can go see sick kids in the hospital with their jersey on and sign autographs. Here's one. Here's I love this one, too. They do things that drive me nuts. Louis Varlin. The only good thing you had that week on the road, yes. the only good moment you had yes. was when Louis Varlin pitched game one on Wednesday. And you said, Wow. Let's see more of this kid. But the dummies put him, made him the 29th man. Yes. So then they had to option him. So then he can't pitch. Now, maybe because they're going to, they put Archer on it. They didn't, oh, wait, but they already no, replaced it, Archer with other guys, right? With Winder, Winder but that was well Cotton. after the fact. So, like, you're and right. Cotton. Yes. So I think. Now that they've already replaced the injured player, yep. I don't think they can pitch Varlin again until the doubleheader Saturday. What are you doing? I saw what that. What the hell I... are you doing? You want him? He they... pitched Wednesday. You want him pitching this Tuesday? Yeah. What is? What the hell is this? Because they think they're so damn smart. Yeah, you want it so you can get. I didn't even know who the hell did they put in that fourteenth spot. The the what? Some pitcher was it? Uh, Moran or who was it? I'm, I'm not sure who it was. But they put somebody. Oh, we're so smart yep. with our forty man. And can you explain to me what Billy Hamilton? <laughs> no, Billy Hamilton. I was driving by a little kid's ballpark, uh, the one down at Bassett Creek Park. And I was thinking, Billy Hamilton couldn't hit a home run here. Here. He has been in 10 organizations in four years. Yep. Three, he never made the big leagues. Three, he never got out of the minors. Seattle took him this year, and he was hitting like 108 in the minors. Mm -hmm. So then Miami put him on their roster, and he hit 40. Uh, and what is he? What's the purpose? You're going to be the go go twins? What is the? He doesn't play. It was so 
So here's what I think. Did they have that at Contreras over in St. Paul? Why didn't they just bring him back? I think that somehow they were trying to make up for the fact that they didn't have what they considered to be a big league replacement beyond Celestino for Buxton. Yeah, but he's not a—he's not really a center fielder, Hamilton. He can play it, I guess. Yeah. That, no, well, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just trying to figure logic. out their logic. That was the logic, but there's— I am not disagreeing with you because I have no clue what they're doing half the time. I really uh, want to know what's going on. Would never find out what's going on with the pitching, no. What does, the does more, anybody look more miserable in life than Pete Mackey? Uh, you know what? Pete's having a better uh, run here than the other guy is. But well, Pete's Pete looks like Eeyore. Pete's just wondering if he's going to save his job. But uh, you know, I said this number of times. We'll find out someday why Wes Johnson left at the middle of the season. But it wasn't because LSU insisted he get it there no. in July uh, so they could get him one more transfer out of the transfer portal when you can you can get on a... LSU will put you on a private plane and fly into the guy's t- hometown. To you can do Zoom it. kids. Yeah, Zoom, anything. I it mean, he all, could Zoom from any place you know, in it was the Twin Cities. Uh, it was all crap yes. from the get-go. But, Some, somebody's got, got to get Wes some toddies down there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And say, what happened? Yeah, Josh, uh, you know, Josh Kalk is like this behind-the-scenes pitching guru and... Uh, Somebody within the organization who not on the field, I can't tell, say who, told me that he got on Kalk about the bullpen giving up all these, you know, they're second in the world and giving up home runs to the yep. bullpen. They're in the high 70s. Yep. And uh, he said that it hasn't, and questioning the, all the breaking balls and the way they go about uh, having their relievers pitch. And, and he said that... Uh, it was the uh, it was the uh, execution. It's not the pitch like the pitch selections have all been proper. It's just that the execution. So no no mistakes, no mistakes by the brain surgeon. This is okay. So this is where I will agree. Analytical people are ruining baseball. Yes. I, I do not think the use of them ruins the game. Mm-hmm. I think it alters it, and I don't know. I like it all the time. But this is where, and I told Phil this last week, I said the other problem is academics are very smart, and these guys are, for the most part, academics. But, Pat, what drives me crazy is academics don't have great skill to actually relate to people. No. So they're telling you what you should know, but they're not doing it in a way that is that is um, translatable or transferable. That's why my prediction is the uh, pitching coach next season will be 32-year-old Colby Suggs because he played. And he can, they like talking to him. You know, yeah. he was a former number one draft choice yep. or something. Yep. They like talking to him. He kind of helps develop the pitching plan, but he's... You know, he's relatable. Pete's Pete's a minor league, looks like a minor league pitching instructor to me. Yep. So The other thing that, that's, that's weird, too, is since Wes Johnson left, have you noticed every time that there is a, a meeting at the mound, how much Everybody Cor- and Correa in. tries to talk? Yeah. But it's almost like Correa's trying to get in yeah. there before Pete can get mm-hmm. in there. Uh, he has certainly had a little revival for the last just, week. A just in late. time. A little late, but just in time. <laughs> just for, in time. Just in time Sorry. for the con. Yeah. Let's go. 
Yep, just in time. His timing for having a little hot streak is almost as good as Scott Frost for losing to Georgia Southern. It could make a lot of difference financially, right? Exactly. I saw him in September. He looked pretty damn good. Yep. I think we ought to give him $220 million. So. Yep. Yeah. It's... Well, right. at least, uh, you know, football's here. Viking fever's crazy. Gopher fever, once they start playing real teams, uh, is there. And uh, these boys can just kind of drift off into the into the wilderness ether. And, you know, they're going to only end up drawing about, what, 1-7? One seven, one seven. There's been very little excitement this yes, year. Never, never really got into them. It's, uh-huh. I think it's a baseball problem in addition to a... New rules next year. Uh, too expensive. Too expensive. Yep. You know, it's, un, it's ungodly yeah, expensive. Right. You got to, you know, you can't. Once you get in the door and you want, you know, you got your deals for a crummy little hot dog and a Coke yeah. with the family. But once you get inside, you can't. People don't like to feel. I guess they don't mind going to the Viking game once a week and getting gouged. Yep. Right? No, no. But, yeah, it's totally different. But. Uh, you know, you go to a ball game with the, the kids, you don't want to get gouged. And, and nobody terrible. probably wants to stay right now for the entire thing. That's another problem. Like no. the Vikings game, you go, you're going to stay. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, I think some of the stuff is stupid. Like the 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 infielders should be able to play on the grass once you once you get, yeah. get them on the right side of the field. They should be able to play on the grass. I agree with that part. And, uh, but... Because they traditionally always have. But the pitch clock. Oh. Yeah, the pitch clock is going to be. Louis Varlin. God, that was great. Example A of what the pitch clock might be able to do. What is this jackass from Cleveland who has to give himself a hair massage and throw the ball up and be an acrobat? What an idiot that guy is. Uh, what's he going to do with the uh, when he's got to throw a pitch in fifteen? Have a lot seconds? of balls called that aren't uh, that aren't thrown. He's still out there having foreplay after fifteen That's seconds. Nice hair, Pat. By the way, oh, it is nice wonderful hair. hair. All right, I'll okay. talk to you next week. See you. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple: trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing and returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.